0: Eagles Entertainment. Anything that moves, I don't care who do it is. Just go. Give me everything you got. Play fast, play hard. Let's beat these boys tonight in their house. It. It's party time. It's party time. Let's right, go. Touchdown!
1: You're listening to the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast. Now here's your host, Fran Duffy. That's right another day and we've got some South Florida heat as the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast continues. I'm Fran Duffy and as always I think we've got a great show for you here on episode number 404. At the top of today's show we've got Chalk Talk where I chat with Chris McPherson about our thoughts from the first of two joint practices between the Eagles and the Dolphins here in Miami Gardens. It was a hot one out there on the practice field but both teams got some good work in. We're going to break down both sides of the ball. C-Mac and I will hit on it right at the top of the show. Before we get there a couple things I want to make sure we hit on. Number one, as always, head on over to our Apple podcast page or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you listen, leave us a rating, leave us a comment. Appreciate everybody that has given us the feedback, thrown us your support since the podcast has made its return at the beginning of training camp. And again, if you've got a question about this team, that is the place to leave it. We will answer it here on an upcoming episode. Also, be sure to check out the Journey to the Draft podcast because College football, it's going to hit our TV screens this weekend. Saturday is week zero, so myself, Ben Fennel, Dane Brugler, we broke down the top matchups you need to see this weekend in college football as well as the top ten topics surrounding the NFL draft and college football entering the 2022 season. So you can go check that out on the Journey to the Draft podcast wherever podcasts can be found. That said, let's get into this podcast. Time to talk through today's practice with c in Chalk Talk. Let's get down to business. It's time for Chalk Talk. All right, C-Mac, let's, uh, let's talk through this because, uh, like I said, it was it was a hot one, but it was uh, intense on both sides and some good plays on both sides from both teams today. But before we get to the action on the field, as always, uh, you can lead us off with your roster notes from the day.
0: All right, so first and foremost, the Eagles had to get to the 80-player limit by Tuesday. So they did five moves to get to that point. They waived three players in cornerback Josh Blackwell, running back DeAndre Torrey, and tackle Jared Williams. The other two moves, they placed the following players— Tight end Tyree Jackson and offensive lineman Brett Toth on the reserve physically unable to perform list. What this means is that they will not be available to play in at least the first four games of the upcoming season. And we have another roster move here. The Eagles made a trade okay. here in Miami. Ooh, breaking. I, I haven't seen this yet. Sending defensive back Hugo Amati, Okay. who they just acquired last week in a trade with Seattle to Tennessee for draft pick compensation. So the Eagles basically taking tight end J.J. Ortega Whiteside, sending him to Seattle, getting Amadi, Amadi, He spent last week in Cleveland, played in the preseason game. He participated in today's practice, made a couple plays on defense while the Eagles send him and Howie Roseman as the Eagles have to get to the 53-player limit by next Tuesday at 4 p.m., doing everything they can to maximize the value of what they have on the roster, taking Amadi, using him as an asset, and getting some draft pick compensation for down the line. So, uh, you know, pretty wise move as how he's probably looking and figuring out what he's going to do with the fifty-three and trying to, uh, you know, work with what he has in some excess surplus.
1: Yeah, we'll see if we can uh, get to the get the details on that uh, draft compensation here before the show ends. So we'll start the clock here and see if we can find that out uh, before the show ends. If not, you can always check it out on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Okay, I'm sure the Eagles from, insiders all over it.
0: Of course. Now, from the injury standpoint here. Yes. So, did not practice today for the Eagles. You have guard Jack Anderson, had a ribs injury. Linebacker Sean Bradley with an illness. Christian Ellis, linebacker with a hamstring injury. Javon Hargrave with a toe injury. Josh Job played against the Browns. He has an elbow injury. Jason Kelsey had the elbow cleanup procedure, still sidelined. Miles Sanders still out with a hamstring injury. Cornerback safety, Josiah Scott, he is out with a hamstring injury. Greg Ward, he is out with the toe injury. Uh coming back on a limited basis James Bradbury, he's battled the groin injury. Uh, so he did some individual stuff, did okay. not see him That's in good. did not see him in 1-on-1s or anything beyond that. So just working his way back. But he's back. working his way back. That's good. Yep. Uh now a couple things to watch from practice. Couple players left early. Defensive end, edge rusher Derek Barnett. Uh, reserve nickel, safety, defensive back, Andre Sacheray. Yep, he went to the building. He went inside, yeah. He went inside, came back, watched in the practice from the sideline, and then big play slay also left practice early due to an injury. So we can, we'll can we talk about Slay, uh, I'm sure, a little bit later here uh, as we break down practice itself.
1: Yeah, for on the offensive side, uh, Devontae Smith walk was like ginger walking off the field a little bit later in practice, but uh, it seemed like he was still staying out and staying in drill. So he was fighting through whatever uh, was ailing him. And then Landon Dickerson left late, like walked off the sideline in the two-minute drill. No idea if it was like something minor or not. I saw him after practice, and he, he seemed like he was okay, but just something I guess we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on. Uh, for down the road in tomorrow's practice. But um, all right, so for this podcast, I want to start things off with just our favorite moment from practice. And, and I'll, I'll, I want to kind of set the scene too first because uh, you and I were talking offline. I'll, honestly, it was when we were coming down here. It was how is the team going to react? Because this was a, a very tight turnaround. You, yep. know, you spend the entire week uh, in Cleveland last week. Uh, it's you. They come home Sunday night. You have Monday off, but then you're, you're, pa- you're basically keeping your bag packed, like wash, washing all the clothes are in there, <laughs> uh, throwing them all right back in my or in the bag. I know that's exactly what I did. I know that's what you did. Mm. Uh, and it was, you know, it's a little bit grueling to say, like, oh, all right, here we go again. Now we're off uh, down to Miami. And, you know, it, it's hot. It's humid. This is a tough team. that's a tough team to get ready to play for just because of what they do on both sides of the football. So... Second straight road practice. How would the Eagles come out? And I think early on it, it was a little, a little bit flat, right? So a little, a little bit flat early. So for me, my favorite moment of practice, was after the first eleven-on-eleven period, before the second one. Okay. Miami's defensive tackle, one of their, their leaders on defense, Christian Wilkins. He's really, really intense out there on the field, and he's giving it to the Eagles on offense and saying, you know, so he's he's talking all kinds of trash, like uh, trying to rev up the intensity a little bit. And he ends up getting taught the Miami coaches like send him to the sideline. They didn't toss him from practice, but send him to the sideline, cool off. But he did his job because tempers are, you know, now emotions are really, really high. There's all kinds of yelling back and forth. Uh Jason Kelsey's back there screaming. Uh he's got, you know, he's screaming from the sideline. So guys are going back and forth. First play from that period. Landon Dickerson comes from the left side. He pulls over to the right side. He springs the running back. And he finishes his block, takes his guy to the ground. He gets up, and he starts uh, looking the other way. Wait, is it
0: deja vu? Are we back in Cleveland I don't think again? it was quite – yeah, it
1: wasn't quite the same kind of de <laughs> I think it was more – but he, he did finish the block and got the guy to the ground. But whoever it was, the defensive lineman, did not appreciate it. got up and came back and, and uh, hit uh, Dickerson from the blind side, like knocked him down. Well, then Jordan Milata he's not letting that happen to his buddy. He comes over, and he throws that guy to the ground. The guy's all you – know, there's a, a short scuffle. It didn't turn into anything crazy – but uh, at that point, so everything everything breaks up. Nobody got thrown from practice, and then from that point on, it was everything was good. Um, and that, that gave the Eagles' offense a little bit of a, a little bit of a spark. They were they rode that emotional wave there uh, from that. But we'll get into that a little bit later. But for me, like I almost look at that as the, that is why team, coaches value these joint practices as much as a preseason game because those reps. And I think that's kind of, it was tough to tell because I'm like thirty yards away um, from Christian Wilkins as he's yelling, and it was like, hey, like this is supposed to be intense. This is supposed to be like a game type atmosphere. Like let's go for, for everybody on both. Cause he was yelling at his teammates too. Uh, everybody kind of ramped this up. And so, to me, like I look at that as like, yeah, like they're they're trying to get that game simulation so that nobody that's out there at that time has to play on Saturday night.
0: It's good to see them rally behind that. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. But what's so interesting about practice is so this happened behind me because basically there's two fields and I'm looking at the defense. I focus on the defense today. Fran was watching the offense, so I'm watching what's going on on the defensive field, Eagles defense. But you hear the the commotion going on behind you. So you realize something's happening, but you don't quite have all the particulars of the details. You see Dickerson with his guy on the ground, and you see some of the pushing and shoving. But I didn't see or know about the Christian Wilkins part of it until uh, right before then. But the the challenge is for – it's not like the defense is fully – aware of what's no, happening. They have so no it's, idea what's so happening, it's not yeah. like they can take that. Yeah, right. And be like, wait a second, he's doing that. We gotta do it over there. So there wasn't that type of moment I felt like for the defense. I thought I, I probably agree. I thought uh Tua Tonga Vialoa was sharp, especially in the seven on sevens to start practice. Um I thought the Eagles were playing a little bit of catch-up. I, I thought you need your star players to step up. So if I I don't know if it was a favorite moment per se. But I thought it was one of the stronger practices I've seen from Hassan Reddick. Nice. who had two sacks on the day. Okay. Was physical in the run game as well.
1: Sacks where they like blew it dead? Were they, or were they, one were they one was a out? blow
0: dead. One was like should have been blown dead, but oh they, they still it, let yeah, him throw. Sure. You know, he was still like, he was in there plenty of time. Nice. So um, you know, seeing that, because again, you're gonna have tough days, you're gonna have adversity. That's when you look to you look to your captains, you look to your key leaders to say, Pick us up, all right? us yeah. through this. I thought Hassan rag did a good job of that here uh, the first day of joint practices in Miami.
1: And to, to your point, like... Um, you know, I mentioned the, 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 Florida, the South Florida heat, it was like 87 degrees, 88 degrees, like on the thermostat, did, but it was the real, like? the real, the real field was low hundreds, like one hundred two, yeah. one hundred three. <laughs> um, and so it was, it was, it was gross. Uh, it was, but it was, it was just good to be able to see that, like to your point, good to see the team rally, you know, from that early adversity, because you're going to need to do that. You're not, you're not always going to have your best day on the practice field or you know, on game day. So to see the team rally around that, uh, it was, uh, it was really good to see. So yeah. for me, that was, I thought that was my, one of my big takeaways, um, from the entire morning so before we got to that point though we had some one-on-one periods mm-hmm. uh and by the way you can go check out our practice notes which detailed all of this and more because I, I had some uh some good takeaways i thought from the individual drills where the receivers were working doing some individual work and i thought that there was it was very pointed the work that uh aaron moorhead was doing with the receivers i thought that was like a, that's carried over to what they were going to see today. okay um and so what we saw today Wide receiver DB one-on-ones. So I'm over there, I'm watching the Eagles receivers go up against the Miami DBs. Aggressive press man coverage, like across the board. And Miami, they played more more man than anybody in the NFL last year. Now, Brian Flores was the head coach and had a heavy hand in the defense, but they did keep their same defensive coordinator uh, under this new coaching staff. And so, uh, you know, to me early on, it seems like that defense is going to look very similar to what they did a year ago. Very first rep, A.J. Brown, Go ball against Zayven Howard, one of the top corners in football. Uh, A personal favorite of mine when he was coming out of Baylor a few years back. One-handed catch over the over the uh, over the shoulder, tips it to himself. Outstanding catch uh, to kick things off. So more of the same from A.J. Brown. It's every day. He's he's uh, he's making catches like this. There are a handful of other highlights too. Uh, Devonte Smith had a really nice back shoulder catch uh, against Nick Needham, the other starting corner for Miami. Uh, John Hightower had a really nice go ball for a touchdown. Uh, really nice release of the line, stacked the corner, got on top of him uh, and tracked it over the shoulder. And then Zach Pascal just continues to show that physicality at the line of scrimmage. Uh, created separation and one on a slant route. Out, uh, underneath. Those are my four favorite reps from the Eagles okay. uh, in those uh wide receiver DB All
0: All right, so I also watched the wide receiver DB 101s because I want to watch the marquee showdown between Darius Big Play Slay and Tyreek Hill. And it's funny because you know we're not quite sure where on the field they're gonna line up. So they're the you know the two sides are starting to get settled the all the players are are you know commingling around the field so i'm trying to get my spot on the sideline and i'm walking along with our social media coordinator Jamal Cooley cuz he wants to get a view of the action as sure. well and I didn't look, but he, like, kneeled down to get his spot. I kept going, and I almost struck him over, oh, like, no. on the way down the, <laughs> down the sideline. I was like, oh, geez, you know, because they kept adjusting where they were going to start the drill from. So I, I got a lot of beef, actually, with because this has kind of gone viral. Someone caught this first rep, and people have been saying, oh, Slay got toasted, this and the other. Look, it was outside release. Slay read it perfectly. Slay was there, stride for stride. He stumbled a little bit at the end, Okay. Now, Hill is could be the Hill's fastest fast, player.
1: yeah. I mean, Hill's fast. I know like, that was the first thing you said to me when you came over after practice. You asked <laughs> what was his what was general reaction.
0: Man, Tyreek Hill is fast. Yeah. And I've seen him in games, okay? I've seen him up, you know, in person. The in Eagles games saw him to, last year. Eagles saw him last year with the Chiefs. Practice on the sideline, this situation, felt like a different world. Wow. You know, having, having to see him up close like this. But nonetheless, Slay was there, stride for stride. He stumbled at the end. Otherwise, ball was a little bit underthrown from Tonga Vialoa. Thought Slade was gonna be in position to possibly break up the pass or more, but because he stumbled, fell to the ground, Hill got the catch, and now everyone on social is like, Oh, the Eagles corner's got you know, this, then, the other. You know, took him took him out. You know, I I saw it up close, watched it live and was like, Look, if he doesn't stumble, he probably has it. But credit to Hill, credit to Tua for for making the play. Um other highlights. I thought Tay Gowan had a couple strong reps. Got a couple wins nice. for the Eagles. Long corner has some good athleticism. Um, had a couple able to get a couple balls down on the ground.
1: Who got who got the majority? Because you mentioned no Josh Job, obviously no James Bradbury. Uh, so who was getting a lot of those second team reps at corner?
0: So Zach McPherson sure. is still obviously he's getting them. Uh, we saw we see more Kerry Vincent out. Th- Kerry Vincent and Mac McCain. Got those it. are the guys who are who are stepping up in there. So um, and obviously. Slay went down a little bit later on in practice. I was, I was going through my notes. It was Kerry Vincent who actually came, came in, in. Okay. Uh, for him at that left corner spot that Slay typically handles. So... Um Avante Maddox had a, a pass breakup against Lynn Bowden Jr. on an out route. Uh, Zach McPherson forced an incompletion. Uh, and then on the last rep, again, uh, Lynn Bowden Jr. was the intended target. But Mario Goodrich, uh, the Clemson rookie free agent, had a pass breakup in there. So those those are the takeaways from the one-on-one. I, I just had to get my my feelings across on that slay play because I was like, he, you know, he read him off the line. It wasn't like he got shook off the line and was Completely dusted. No, it was he was right there, step for step. Just you know, he'll extremely fast. And it's funny because uh, Quez Watkins spoke with the media after practice and was asked, Oh, are you and you and Hill gonna have a race? And Quez Watkins like looked at like the sky and was like, In this heat,
1: like Tyrese got the uh, the advantage because he's used to it, That's used to at gonna, this know, point, no yeah. Question. So, um, so for me, uh, one more one-on-one session. I watched the uh, the O-line, D-line, one-on-ones. Uh, Did you get I, both? Uh, okay. Yep, so I, I was able to take in both. And again, make sure you check uh, the, the practice notes on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. You can get a full play-by-play uh, of this drill. I would say my four big highlights from this one, uh, Lane kicked things off when going up against Emmanuel Ogba, who was very uh, productive for the Dolphins last year. Very good. Got a, year. Big, big out of yeah, got a big contract out of it. Yeah, uh, got a big contract out of it. Lane just continuing to pitch shutouts as he has uh, all training <laughs> camp. Uh it shuts down the bull rush Agba. Um couple reps later, uh Landon Dickerson, he's going up against I believe it was Zach Siler uh for the Dolphins who tried to go bull rush. Landon redirects it, gets his drops his anchor and then just drives his momentum completely into Siler and drives into the ground like you very rarely see like a quote unquote like a pancake and pass pro. That's exactly what happened. And it wasn't like oh he tripped, you know the guy tripped. Like Landon got him and got, and got him down to the ground. It was a really impressive rep. Um, I thought uh, Jordan Milata had an outstanding rep against Jalen Phillips. Uh, Phillips went to go bull rush and then tried to win, tried to counter late uh, with a, an outside move. Jordan just ran the arc with him. It was an outstanding rep um, from Jordan Milata against Phillips, who was really really active throughout the day. Uh, and it was actually he was. Credit to Jimmy Kemsky for finding this out. I was wondering why Phillips was wearing an orange jersey. I was like, oh, well, he, everyone else is wearing a different color. Why is he wearing the, the, the orange jersey? Well, uh, they have a tradition where whoever was the practice player of the day, essentially whoever had the greatest practice from the day before – they get to wear the orange jersey and pick the music uh, for the uh, the next day. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Standpoint. I so like that. Phillips had the big day of practice, so he gets to wear the orange jersey and pick the music uh, playlist. But uh, Jimmy Kemsky Philly Voice, uh, with the with the scoop on that one. So um, O-line, D-line, Jack Driscoll uh, had a couple of really nice reps against Porter Gustin, who uh, who he had, he had a sack in Miami's latest preseason game. And then Andre Dillard uh, had a nice one We anchored down against a bull rush and tossed the defender uh, to the ground. So those would be my highlights from uh, O-line, D-line 101.
0: So I watched 7-on-7. Seven seven. Okay. during this period. Uh notes uh Tungavailo is very sharp, was five or five in his uh the first session going through going through the lineup. Um, challenge for the Eagles here a lot of precept motion. This is the Kyle Shanahan offense, you know, Mike McDaniel, the new head coach, bringing that over. And it's something that the Eagles are familiar with having played the Niners, you know, last couple of seasons. But it's something that you really have the game plan for. And it's something that it was interesting that Jonathan Gann discussed this before practice in his press conference where he was asked, how come you want to be more matchup dependent than you know scheme specific mm. with your unit? And he goes, as good as a scheme could be, I don't want to have to answer to the head coach on Monday morning and say, well, we lost the game because as good as our scheme was – the scheme we went against just had the right play calls for it. Like we had just had no answers to be able to stop A, B, or C. So that's why he's more focused on having versatility in, in the backfield and up front and just being able to find ways to, look, create matchups to win with the guys that he has. So this is something that, you know, I'm sure the players – Great to see them get used to uh, the visual cues because of all the misdirection and the eye candy and all the jet jet motions and things of that nature. Uh, but difficult when you're not game playing against it. So yeah. good test for for this time of year. Good test for you know joint practices and preseason action. But definitely would be much different in a uh, in a game situation. But Dolphins have a lot of speed. I will give the Dolphins credit. A lot of speed opening up things underneath. Um, and like I said, Tua had good rhythm rhythm and timing the ball through some tight windows. Uh, quite honestly, the ball didn't really hit the ground until the third team unit was out there on the field. So, uh, definitely I thought the defense making some headway when Teddy Bridgewater was in there. The timing wasn't quite as crisp as it was with Tua, but... Um, you know, this was a period that was won by the Dolphins' offense.
1: Uh, I was more impressed with the, Do- and I, I'll be watching the Dolphins' offense tomorrow. Um, but I was more impressed with the Dolphins' defense than I was with Cleveland's last week. I, I thought, that, okay, and it, part of that is schematic to, for sure I, in terms of the way that they play. Like I said, uh, they play more man coverage than anybody. They also blitzed more than anybody by a country mile last year. Um, and th- even plays that aren't like counted by blitzes as like the from like the the the, uh, the different metric services mm-hmm. are like some of those sim pressures where it's like. Like, oh, a defensive end drops and a linebacker comes, so it's a four-man rush. Some some of those services don't count that as a blitz. I personally count that as a blitz. Okay. Um, but uh, Jalen Hurts nearly threw an interception uh, to Melvin Ingram because the defensive end dropped into the flat. Jalen didn't see it, so it was just a very tough defense to go up against. After that seven-on-seven on seven and one-on-one on one session uh, was the first team drill. So it was eleven-on-eleven, 11, and this yep. was the one where, uh, as I said, um, the the Eagles' mm-hmm. offense couldn't really get anything going. Uh, I would say the best screen or the best play was a screen pass uh, to. Zach Pascal from Jalen Hurts, a little bubble screen, uh, A.J. Brown blocking out in front kind of helped spring him uh, down the left sideline. But other than that, it was a, a couple checkdowns, and that was that. The, the offense just couldn't get anything going. The run defense for Miami was really, really strong. Um, so t- that was kind of how it started leading into that Christian Wilkins uh, uh, scuffle, which uh, by the, uh, I'll just kind of lead into it. So that happens. The Christian Wilkins deal happens that we already talked about. Then the Landon Dickerson block happens. Right after that, you had a Devontae Smith uh, deep post route. This was probably the longest completion from an air yard standpoint from the Eagles okay. uh, on the day. So very next play after the uh, after the scuffle, Jalen Hurts to Devontae Smith. Drew like Three or four flags over DPI, but Smith caught the ball anyway, going up and over nice. uh, the corner, Nick Needham. So outstanding catch, great throw from Jalen Hurts. They come back, uh, quick screen to Dallas Goddard, and he split the uh, split two blocks and took off down the left side. Really well-executed screen pass uh, to Goddard. Uh, credit to Pascal and Quez Watkins uh, for blocking out in front for Goddard there. Uh, and then uh, a completion of Kenny Gainwell underneath kind of um, – uh, end of the day there, for uh, for the first-team offense in that session.
0: So first-team session on the defensive side, from a run defense standpoint, John, again, before practice, talked about he's happy with the run defense. Yeah. It felt good where it's at. Well, that showed early on here, Raheem Mostert, very productive out there for the Niners. Now with the Dolphins, Fletcher Cox coming through in the backfield to get the stop in the backfield tackle for loss. Now, Tonga Violoa was still hot in the passing game. Uh pre-snap motion by Tyreek Hill gets open on an inbreaker, moves the ball down the field. Misdirection comes into play for the Eagles defense. They get down to the three-yard line. It's a play action boot. You know, Tonga Vayaloa had the defense fooled, was able to run uncontested, three yards to the left side, scored. Okay, second team comes out here, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. He missed Mohamed Sanu, still in the league. He missed him. Yep, shaking your head there. He missed him deep down the sideline. This, to me, kind of was a turning point for the defense. Okay. Miles Gaskin got stuffed on the next play. Then all of a sudden, the pocket collapsed and Bridgewater was sacked. couple players, I want to say, I think Marvin Wilson was one of the players who was in there. Um, then third team comes out. Key highlight here, came on Wallace. He had the strong practice yeah. last week in Cleveland. And a, and
1: a good game, by the way, against the Browns, I thought.
0: There you go. Okay, good game there. He comes up. Key diagnosis, makes a run stuff there of uh, Jared Doakes, the, the yep. backup running back there for the Dolphins. Okay, all of a sudden things get going. First team back out, Jordan Davis. Okay, he gets a run stuff. Milton Williams actually worked with Fletcher Cox the first time around. Okay, Well, Jordan Davis getting some reps here with the first team. He gets a run stuff. Um... Then, again, Tyreek Hill. This is a play where uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, out of jet motion, runs a dagger route, and Slay had a break on the ball. Slay read it all the way, had his eyes on the ball, just couldn't come up with the ball, Mm. knocks it into the air, well, Tyree Kill's right there. Got it. Gets it in the middle of the field uh, to move the change. All right, that's fine. Eagles reset. Milton Williams gets a tackle for loss on a pitch play, um, and then on a deep pass to Eric Azukama. Avante Mass good coverage to get that incomplete, and then uh, the second the unit gets off the field. Kaiser White gets a stop on a Sony Michelle run uh, to bring out the backup unit. And the run defense keeps going. Sony Michelle stuffed again. Salvin Ahmad stu- stuffed for a gain. And then Davion Taylor with a near interception. Durham Smythe able to get the pass, but uh, Davion Taylor getting the near interception. And then uh, on the final go around here, TJ Edwards had a stop on a pitch play. And then I mentioned how Hassan Reich with the sack. Uh, he gets a sack and then, Here's the thing with, with Slay. This is the one where I think you would ask me, was it a slack? Did they, you know, throw the flag? Uh, right, was yeah. it was it was it flag dead? Was it over? They let it run. Slay over the middle gets a pass breakup, but this is the play where he comes to the sideline. He's looked at the trainers, and they call it a day for for Slay at this point. Got from it. there,
1: okay. So uh, that was all one team period, or was that first and second team? Uh
0: that was the first team period. Wow, I'm not well, sure. I'm, I'm going through my notes. I'm not sure where the exact breakup was because it went from team, they had a break, and then it was another team. Okay. Period. Yeah. So there
1: were there were four total. Te- so the, the difference in these practices compared to last week was, uh, last week it was three team periods, and then they all came together for scrimmage. Everybody on one field. They didn't do that no. today. It was there was four separate team periods. Um, you know, with the uh, you know the the, the separate fields. So um, so yeah, there was a. Uh, I looked over when. It seemed like Slay had kind of like tweaked the whatever it was that he hurt uh, in one-on-ones. I guess tried to play through it. That's when they kind yeah. of shut him down uh, midway through practice. Um, all right, so coming back over to the uh, the offensive field, going into team drill number three, three quick completions from Jalen Hurts. He hits A.J. Brown on the right side, Devontae Smith left side, Jack Stoll uh, middle of the field. Devontae Smith uh, walks off. I alluded to that earlier. Uh, he came back later, but Devontae walks off uh, towards the end of the, the session with the ones. Twos come out. Jason Huntley, big perimeter run, and that's where Huntley really kind of shines is that stuff in space, getting him to the sideline. Well, he outran the entire Miami defense to the sideline, left side, uh, and took off for a big play. Very next play, uh, Zach Paschal made a great catch over the middle of the field. Uh, Gardner Minshew threw it up. It was like a deeper crossing route, like an over route, and it was a little bit out in front. Paschal had to go full extension, pulled it in over the middle, safety uh, right on his hip, Um, and then Paschal actually later ended the drill with a touchdown going the other way, so uh, nice drill there from Zach Paschal Uh, in between those two Paschal catches AJ Brown came back on with the first team Jalen Hurts hit him in stride on a shallow crosser wide open and uh, perfectly placed to create yards after catch so uh, a big play from AJ Brown in the quick passing game there in that third team period.
0: Excellent. So um, I think our social team will have some highlights from A.J. Brown, yes. his performance. They'll be going out on the social media channels here. So you can see some of the action. From actual, one-on-ones. Uh, I yes. Some of the one-on-ones. Yes. Yeah. So they could see what, what he did here today. So, um, so Slay comes out for the action. Credit to Slay. He's still on the sideline. He's still coaching up the guys. He's working with the guys. Student he wanted to the keep game. going
1: is the sense I got, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. So By the I way, th-
1: you, you mentioned Avante Maddox earlier. I had heard that Maddox overall had a really good day. Yes. Uh, yep, was that was,
0: was very solid. Good couple of times, tested deep, was in co- good in coverage. So... um you know, coming, I was start, even starting with the one on ones. I thought he was probably the, you know, one of the highlight players there. Yes. Overall, strong day from him. So, um, so Kerry Vincent is in there for Slay on the left side. Um, he was in position, did a good job of uh, taking care of a pass attempted at a flat later on. Uh, Nicobe Dean had to run stuff in this period. Uh, continuing again, run defense, especially interior, strong throughout practice. Dolphins couldn't get anything going from that standpoint. A couple perimeter runs, you know, with the misdirection stuff. But overall, the interior run defense was stout by the Eagles all throughout the day. Uh, Going back to Son Reddick, you know, said he had the two sacks today. Um, Also see him lined up. You know, we see him lined off coming off the edge as an overhang defender. He's lined up coming up over the center. Just interesting to see how the Eagles are going to maximize, you know, his skill set and his talent, big, yep. the versatility with the different looks along the defensive line this season. So, um, Tay Gown mentioned mentioned him in uh you know seven on seven earlier. He had a pass breakup on a, on a ball to Ezukama here. Hugo Amadi, form, former Eagle, now uh, was in coverage on, on an incomplete pass. Uh, Mario Goodrich, uh, deep ball to Ezukama. You know, came up with the. Uh, came up with good coverage to, to force that to be incomplete as well um, as we go into the special teams period, the last special teams
1: period of the day. Perfect. So yeah uh, got that last special teams period, then after that, the uh, two-minute period uh, at the end. You yeah. guys went through a two-minute drill. Uh, the offense went through. Just the first team. Uh, so first team goes through a two-minute drill on our side. Um, same, same
0: same, on ours, okay, yeah. Okay,
1: so no Lane Johnson. It wasn't It wasn't injury-related. He was working with one of the uh, members of the equipment staff. Um, I don't know if he needed to be retaped or if a shoe kind. It kind of came, it was one of the one of something in one of his cleats uh needed to be kind of repaired. So, uh he's getting worked on from that standpoint on the sideline. Landon Dickerson left after the second play here again no word on if it was minor or what or what. But uh so the Eagles working with some backups here along the offensive line. First play, uh Texas route to Kenny Gainwell over the middle, beats the blitz, really nice job by Jalen Hurts there beating the blitz in the 2-minute drill. Uh next play goes for a first down. A, uh, Jalen Hurts to AJ Brown. Comes back due to a penalty, so uh, the Eagles need now now a little bit of a hole here on second and very long. Get some completions to uh, Kenny Gainwell and then the Dallas Goddard. That moves the chains. So nice job by Hertz, continuing to move the chains there. First down, Jalen Phillips comes through on a sack. It looked like it was kind of a pressure look, and he came in clean uh, through, I believe, the B-gap on the left side. So he came in clean. Uh, Jalen Phillips gets the sacks. Now it's second and very long. You get a completion of Devontae Smith. Jalen Phillips again getting in for the pressure. So Phillips starting to stack some days there for, uh, for Miami up front. Third down, uh, Jalen Hurts finds Boston Scott over the middle, just shy of the sticks and brought up like fourth and one looking at the chain gang, but they, they ended the drill. They said, all right, you're not, you're not going for it on fourth down. Interesting. Uh, and, uh, and so that was that. So that, that ended the practice for the uh, okay. Eagles offense.
0: So the for the Eagles defense, the situation was game was tied, End of first half, I think the Dolphins had one timeout, about 45 or so seconds. Okay. Try to put points on the board or move, move the ball, drill. Uh, key plays here, uh, big third-down conversion to Mike Gisicki, uh, shallow crosser. The was, ball was thrown a little bit behind him, uh, but Gisicki, to his credit, reached back, a beautiful one-handed grab, got the crowd all all revved up, uh, was able to take it up the right sideline for a huge game to get him in at least field goal position. Um Reddick had a sack during this time. Um, Eagles were able to work down the clock. A couple times where, uh, where the Dolphins were not able to get it out of bounds. One play in particular, uh, two of one to Mohamed Sanu in the flat ball was high so it had trouble you know catching cleanly and getting outside eagles were able to rally make the stop to keep them in bounds eight seconds left the eagles pretty much playing prevent defense fletcher mm. cox was the only one rushing to it no one's open throws the ball out of bounds uh the dolphins line up and make a 50-yard field goal there to complete go. to complete the uh the drill and to end the day
1: nice all right well Good plays on both sides. Uh, I'm excited no. for day two. I'm excited to go check out the uh, the Dolphins offense tomorrow and uh, take in this Eagles defense. Hopefully, uh, Darius Slade back out in the field, but we don't know Certainly. at this point uh, if he will be out there for Thursday's practice. Uh, make sure, again, go check out our practice notes. Uh, voluminous uh, in, in their in their size. We'll see exactly what the word count is uh, by the time it hits PhiladelphiaEagles.com and the Eagles mobile app. Uh, we will be back uh, tomorrow right here on the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast breaking down the second of two joint practices between the Eagles and the Dolphins.